Oh my god. It's yeah. a big week. It's, it's a, a big week. It's the biggest week of my life so far. There have been days before this episode. Mm-hmm. And there will be days mm-hmm. after this episode. Yep. But this days episode I... is going to be uh a defining moment. BC. AD. Close to that. About. Yeah. Yeah. Like move over Christianity. Hello, <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo. That's right. But before we get into that, Simon, how mm-hmm. was how was last week? How was recording by yourself? You know, I had planned on doing a little like a little more preparation, a little segment about like hot topics. And I just ran out of time, but I had a blast. It was fun. I, you know, I talked for 20 some minutes and I was like, Hey, not bad. I, it was, it was a, it was a joy to to <laughs> listen. I can tell you I, the whole, there are so many times I was like, I want to talk back. All I want to do is I want to talk yeah. back. Oh, oh I was I'm like, glad you liked it. I did. I liked it. It was a good. It was a good episode. And Oprah made <laughs> yeah. an appearance, which like move over yeah. me. Absolutely, absolutely. It was sometimes... no, it wasn't Oprah. It was Adele. It was Adele. 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 You know, sometimes we book the guests, and other hosts isn't there. It just happens that way. So, little known yeah. fact: one thing about us is we usually have a list musical artists mm-hmm. that just don't want to be, you know, on mic, but yeah. are usually in the background and. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, if you listen very closely, you may hear one of them in the background. It's true. We actually get a lot of pe- a lot of really famous artists reaching out, and they're like, "Hey, I just want to hang out." Just want to hang out as you record. I want to understand your process. Yeah, very similar to um, whoever I think it was like whoever plays Che Diaz on <laughs> uh, on yeah. and just like that and just like that. Yes. Um, how they listened to a, a, a lot of different podcasts or like as they were being recorded yeah. to like understand the process because. And you can tell that they did. You really can. And what now that I'm thinking about it, season one to season two of that show, they, Ooh. they really abandoned like any sort of podcast storyline. They were like podcasts. So Pod- 2008. Podcasts are over. And yeah. they also like completely got rid of like any reason for some of the characters motivations they're just like they're gonna do this now totally different person that's fine can i can i just wonder here for a minute yeah please i did you watch all of the the regular sex in the city you know most of it but not really in order you know i'm i'm really i'm having a tough time thinking that especially the character um god oh my god what what is her name samantha no not samantha miranda no main one carrie carrie oh yeah how the fuck does she have money to live her life the way she does girl this is the age-old question it's been around since the beginning um in fact there is an episode in the original series where she finds out that her the build the rent controlled building that she lives in is being bought out it's becoming condos and she needs a certain amount of money in order to stay like to buy it out and she goes through her assets and her assets are her weekly column and all of her shoes oh no and then she, she gets sells the weekly mad column. At, she gets mad at charlotte because charlotte doesn't give her her engagement ring or something like there's some ring involved from Charlotte and she gets legitimately mad that her friend doesn't just go, Oh, here, here's a super expensive ring for your down payment. Wild. Carrie has always been, um, kind Financially of ambiguous. Nar- that and like a narcissist kind of, you know, <laughs> a terrible person, all those things. Yeah. I mean the Che Diaz of the world having to Airbnb apartment and work at like a yeah. vet hospital. Right. <laughs> because her, their career doesn't work out. Like that is yeah. that is relatable. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. it, it and maybe the Che Diaz of the of the world is meant to be all of us. And we are all supposed <laughs> to be a little intolerable. That would be a very interesting interpretation of the Che Diaz character. But I, I will going, say, go like now, Carrie just has 
dead husband's money. Big. Because he famously died. Spoiler alert. He dies in episode one of season one of Vandross like that. So I assume, you know, she got everything. I would imagine she got everything too, but did he have like... Oh, I, mean, I don't, I don't he... think she's really working... I don't know, but he was a, an investment banker on Wall Street and was very successful. I can't they think had, they like had a, a Peloton, single... Aaron. Only successful people have Pelotons. Well, I mean, during the COVID time period, everyone had a Peloton. <laughs> That's true. Oof. These days, it is a glorified uh, coat rack for a lot of people. <sighs> for a lot of people. You can't get rid of them. People don't mm-hmm. want them. They, they're actively trying to get rid of And they're trying to sell them. And I'm like, I don't think you can even sell these. No one wants that. No one one wants wants to have a gigantic movie screen TV attached to their bike in their living room. No, not here. Not here. Um, That's so did he finish in just like that season two? I didn't. If if Mm. someone I trusted was like, you know what? It's worth the ride. I'd probably do it. But that has not been the feedback I've gotten. I've seen about four or five episodes. And it's I. I finished, it. I finished it okay. and I liked it. I did like okay. it. Okay. Okay. But it is a it is a good revisit of of going from season one to season two and going, yeah, they really did just throw everything <laughs> out. Everything we were building into from season one. Yep. Whoosh. Move into but it's fun to it's these characters are fun. Yeah. I wait, wait, you hear that noise? Whoosh. That was the script going out the window. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was live improv this entire season. Can you imagine? I would believe it, honestly. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you know what? The WGA could could really get some brownie points with us and go, this is what you get when you have AI build the script, mama. Say that. Support this is what the you get. striking actors and workers, people. Okay? I, I went to the picket line. I have nothing to do with the industry, but I was there. I was not there. I was not at the picket line, famously. But I supported by posting on my Instagram. (laughs) That's good. Much like many other A-list actors. That's right. A lot in common. Mm -hmm. How you've supported. Yep, definitely. For sure. Um, Well, we have... So we have a busy week this week. We have a a very important artist this week. That's right. Um, We've already... I mean, to give us some history, we... We reviewed uh, this artist's initial debut album and debut. were gooped, gobbled, ate it Agatrandra. up. I think Sour ended up being what? Our number two album of all time? Yeah. Number two that we reviewed? That we reviewed. Yep. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, And then we even went as far as to do our first ever single obsession episode for the lead single of her second album, Vampire. Needless to say, she's opened a lot of doors. And you know what? We have helped open them. I would agree. We, she, she kind of knocked them loose. It was a a jiggly handle. And then we Mm -hmm. pushed the door. Because Olivia uh, notably is, is smaller in, in physical stature than Simon or Aaron. That's true. We probably could have done it ourselves, but she said, know what? I'm going to help. I'm going to get this started. We she said, I'm going to pull the handle down and you're going to do the pushing. That's right. And that's, that's right. how you open a door, people, is it's a three-person operation a lot of times. That's right. At least. <laughs> At least. Um, but to say that I have been looking forward to reviewing this album for months now since it was released. Truly. Truly. Crazy. Truly. And then we got the singles, and I was like, yep, here we go. I'm ready. Just give me the rest. Mm-hmm. Give me the rest. And you know what? She had a tall task, you could say, because Sour slapped. Really slapped. Sour is going to go down in time as one of the best debut albums of all time. I'd agree. I'd agree with that. Yeah. And without spoiling too much about this, Guts did a did have a lot to to kind of explore and build upon in terms of of vocal sound to me this album didn't really feel like it was uh too much of a departure but instead no, was, yeah 
an extended release any an an extension of the same atmosphere that we were in with with sour would you agree definitely i think aesthetically for sure we got similar vibes um similar art direction i think style of music she definitely is kind of building off what she gave us in sour which i'm not mad about i think it's a interesting niche that she is carving for herself in the pop scene it's a little more punk you yeah. know and i'm not i'm not upset about that at all i um i think she's definitely trying to cement like her being different i think one of the things that uh that really struck out to me from this album versus the first. And honestly, it made it so I, there were moments I I felt like I was reading a gossip column (laughs) a little bit, (laughs) if that makes sense. And then there were moments that I just, I, I very much got the vibe, but when it comes to the, the differences between the album, sour really did feel like it was, um, that initial like month after a really hard first love that like true i would do anything and i'm still thinking about the relationship Mm -hmm. and all of the good things and all those things and this the second album guts feels a lot more hindsight view of it Mm -hmm. and a lot more mature mature in quotes right a view of it meaning like it just has been marinating for longer mm-hmm. but it doesn't there still are moments where it's like the maturity is still vibing with that that young self do you kind and, of pick up on and, that difference and i like that like she she acts her age as she says on the album you know um And there are some songs on there lyrically that are like, you know, when you're done being sad about something and you're just angry about it. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. I relate to that a lot. I think, I mean, like those are the stages of grief, right? Like, is anger part of it? They're in there. They're in there. Let's Google this. Let's Google. This is live research happening. All right. So we've got, oh, there's a lot of them. Seven, right? Seven. Okay, seven stages. Okay, okay. Yeah. Denial. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got them out of order. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. That's five. Oh, that's only five. Oh, okay. All right. Apparently, apparently there are two more. Um, guilt and reconstruction. Okay. All right. I vibe with that. This one, I I don't I I don't know. I don't think it's anger at this point. Yeah, I feel like it's uh maybe a little bit of depression. Mm, maybe it's all over because the song that's I'm really thinking of is "Get Him Back." That's very much a, like I want this person to hurt. I'm upset. So, <laughs> so that song I think was. I liked that song because it's very tongue in cheek. I, I do too. It's very fun. It's very, it's very, it's very like uh, almost acknowledging that this relationship was short and not really for um, like <laughs> there wasn't there there was an end date on the relationship before sure. the relationship started a little bit. It sure. felt like sure, <laughs> and it truly was the the song about. Um, Almost the masochistic tendency to want to get into a relationship that you just know isn't oh, going to work. You know it's not right. You know it's not right. And, and going oh. through all the fights, the fights sometimes lead to the best sex. They say. I, I'm waiting for it. I don't feel. I I, I have not. I've not had, had a fight sex. That's not like a thing I've done yet. No. Maybe maybe one day I will. I've had. I'm really fucking annoyed at this person. Sucks. That was pretty good. That was fun. Tell me, so it was was that like I'm not even I don't even care how this feels for you. I am just like <laughs> kind of it was robotic a little, a little bit. Uh, mm, no, I wouldn't say robotic. I would say I was topping. Spoiler alert! And it was a little As bit you like would be, probably. It, it was a little bit primal. I would say. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit shut up and just deal with it. Babe. You know what I mean? Babe. Babe. And by by babe, uh, Simon notably means babe the big blue ox. <laughs> I was going to say notably not the pig from the movie. You remember that movie, babe? Um, you mean Charlotte's Web? No, there's a babe movie and it's about a pig. Am I wrong? Hold no, on. No, but isn't Charlotte's I'm, Web? We're Googling again. Also babe. babe. Honestly, you could be right. I have no idea. But there is a standalone Disney film called Babe. And there's a sequel. It did so well, it got a sequel three years later. Babe, Pig in the City. (laughs) Mama, Babe, Pig in the City, title of my memoir. Okay. Uh, Might as well be. As it should be. Um. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes I really make myself laugh. What Sometime. were we talking about with the <laughs> Charlotte's like, Web? Get him back. Get him back. Oh, oh, short relationship. No, it's not gonna. No, it's not gonna work out. But we do it. Oh, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. The masochistic kind of like just enjoying <sighs> the thrill of getting into fights and stuff. Yeah, some people really enjoy that. It's not my vibe. You know, um, how did I'm we not, feel? I'm not a fighter. Not a fighter. I also did love okay. when I was listening on my first listen, Ballad of a Homeschooled Girl. Yes. When when she goes, um, talk to this hot guy, swore I was his type. Guess that was uh or guess that he was making out with boys like the whole night. <laughs> Everything I do is tragic. Every guy I like is gay. <laughs> I just I mean, to me that line So good. It was so good. So good. She just has little quips like that in her songs that really make me smile. And that's not easy to do. Oh, my God. Adele, are you here? Close. That's Victoria Beckham. She's here today. Mm. You have your you have your background blurred, so I can't tell. Well, that's uh, on purpose for her privacy. She yeah, has. I can see I can see two big figures back there. Um <laughs> And very, very skinny figure in the back. Skinny figures back there. Yeah. Um, and now I know one's Victoria. So that's good to know. That's good that's to right. know. Yep. She just flew in. Oh, um, fun fact. Um, this won't mean much to you, but at kickball today, there was a woman watching who looked exactly like Kyle Richards from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It was uncanny. It was a little unsettling. I'll be honest. She looked so much like her. Oh, I, I thought like, you were going to say it looked exactly like you. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Girl version of me, mama. Ooh, brick. I think, I mean, <laughs> I could look pretty as a girl. I could. You I would could. have a much better shot at it than me, I think. I got to, I do not have a soft face. Oof. Oof. I don't know if I have, like, I feel like I have a very, like, um, defined face. Yeah, but I feel I, I feel like it's got bone, bone structure. It's got bone that, structure, and, Mama, and that is so important. And oh with with the girlies and the makeup, I feel like absolutely it would suck be in those sucking those uh, those cheeks to get the contour. Eric, or Eric, got those lips. <laughs> Aaron's making faces right now that are giving absolute Gorgina. Yeah, and with Cheek this lighting bone. coming in on the side, it, it just looks so good. Natural. It's a good. It's a good natural environment. Um. So, Simon, describe your first listen. Like, where was yes. it? And go through that. <sighs> Unfortunately for me, I had like a really fucking busy day when the album came out. And when I'm excited mm. about an album, that does not make me happy. I want mm-hmm. to like clear my calendar, mm-hmm. listen. So first time I honestly was in this spot of like, I just had sour on the mind, I think. And that's not a great place to be when you're going into a sophomore album, I think. And so it did take me a few listens, um, even like up until today, that now that we're recording, it took me a few tries to like get that out of my mind and just focus on guts. And once I got into that mind frame, I was really into the album. Um it is it it is so hard not to compare it to the first though. That is just like you really set the bar high for yourself. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. I there were many times. Uh, so we're recording this on Sunday, 
album came out on Friday. That's and right. so we have not had like our normal probably four or five days. We've had a, a more condensed period for this review. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did find myself wanting to go back and listen to Sour just to like yeah. understand. Yeah. Um what? Because there there were things. I'm just gonna like lay this out there. This album lay it out there isn't as easily digestible or relatable or um yeah kind of it's it's a slow burn to get Mm -hmm. into like where you're like okay that's good and yes this song and all those things yes where sour was this like a oh my god God. all of these songs it's it's really hard to find flaws in sour because i i think that a big reason why is because in terms of the the content of what we were the topics we were going through with the first album, it was so much about like the raw heartbreak mm-hmm. and examination of relationship that so many of us have like really had to deal with and feel where this feels like yeah. it's a lot more almost angry teen girl, mm-hmm. which I, I can't say that like we relate to as much or we probably do relate to but we don't necessarily want to revisit mm. in the same way it's not as nostalgic okay okay for everyone does that make sense i think i know where you're getting at it i think the 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 mood of guts is a little harder to pin down um i just happened to be in that mood today so it really hit really well um, whereas Sour, like, I mean, the fact that she made a song called Driver's License, and I'm like, oh my god, you know, like, that's a feat. I'm yeah. this, like, cynical ass, there's a three in the tens digit of my age, I'll say that. And I'm There's actually here... three digits in your age. <laughs> <laughs> Exposed. Exposed on the pod, my secret is out. I'm 300. 300 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My but the good hurts. news is for everyone listening is Simon is a different type of creature than than human, and so yeah. he actually lives to be much lo- like the same age as like a turtle when they die. It's like pig ears, you know. Yeah, smutty. You no, know, like dog dog ears, pig ears. They're different. Are they? <laughs> well, dog know. ears. Uh, again, they say like, "Oh, they're fifty-eight in dog ears." I don't really. I, I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever really understood that concept. Have you? What it is is like dogs only live to be like between twelve and sixteen. Yeah. Like a lot of them. A lot of them even die like at age eight. Ugh. And so what they've done is because we live to like our seventies through a hundreds. They have just taken that and go, a dog is going through 10 years every one year. And that's what they are in dog years. But for those that are out there in the world that did a little bit more digging, we all know that like dog years is a bell curve. They go through like their tweens all the way through probably being 18 in their first year. And then it's, and then it starts to, uh slow down as they get to like year two and then by the time they're like year three it's a a gradual progression got it so they're saying like based on an average dog's lifespan it's the equivalent of about seven human years like i guess i get it now but that doesn't make sense for the way dogs age because they don't age like this like at a straight line it is like right. a whoop, whoop, whoop. right right if you if, if you weren't uh watching the visual visual of that i went up with my hand mm-hmm. and then i came back down with my hand and then yep. i ended um with a woo as it kind of um more flatlined decrescendo yes yeah um the one thing that i will say is the opening song of the album mm-hmm. really did make me go okay yep i'm in i'm in <laughs> And that is, of course, All American Bitch. Great title. Yeah. Great title. <laughs> oh, so good. 
That's um, also a possible title for my memoir. We're going to need to narrow these down. You have a lot. I have a lot of them. And they're all you have a lot good. going. <laughs> they're all good. <laughs> Do we think that, so like, I, I think you would probably, so one of the things that kept me from, like you were talking about the comparisons to Sour. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I think probably kept me from relating to the songs too is similar to our, um, my wild conspiracy, maybe non-conspiracy theories about mm. the Taylor Swift of the world. Right. There are many songs on this album that I was like, oh, girl, you're trying to pretend this is about a boy, but like, this ain't about a boy. Uh uh-uh. uh. Could be, could not. Who and knows? so the whole time I was like, trying to find the how this would be about, <laughs> like, which songs were about the Taylor Swift drama of the world and which ones weren't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, just to add to, to the ongoing story there, Olivia did not go to the Eras tour. She's probably the only celebrity out there that didn't go. Hey, times are tough. Inflation. She said, she said oh, I'm just, uh, I'm, I was pretty busy. I was like... Yeah, I'm busy. Again, again, like... <laughs> Hey, I get it. She has done like, (laughs) so before Taylor Swift came in and was like, I'm taking songwriting credits on half your songs of your album. Mm -hmm. um, Olivia could not stop gushing about uh, Taylor. True. And so just like, I don't know the song in particular that really like kind of sealed the deal on my conspiracy theoriness of it all is the grudge. Oh, well, yeah. Aptly titled. Aptly titled. And I, but with that, I had a really tough time getting myself out of that headspace mm. of um, being like, oh, this is like a team. Are we now Team Olivia or Team Taylor? Mm. Is that like, is that the new thing? Mm. And how, and, and I was thinking about how it would be like such a great, I like not an idea, but a great kind of like, nichiness of it all to go I'm going to be the artist that is the anti-Taylor oof oof I got chills just now um one of the things that uh that was like really but like I don't know if it was bugging me or like just kind of gave me a, a negative feel about Taylor is it one of the things that they that people online were mentioning was that like there are songs that Taylor has where she is nervous about how people are going to forget about her or she's no longer going to be the same star star <sighs> she is. How exhausting! And so part of me has this narrative in my head, which I don't. Again, I don't know if it's logical or not because mm-hmm. it's all based on like the weird Swifty fan people on the internet and all them. But that Taylor is all for supporting other women. But as soon as they start Where? to threaten her, yeah. um, her status as being number one, mm. she's like, uh, uh-uh. no, I will support mm. you to get yourself into B level status. But as soon as you start mm. to sell mm. arenas, mama, I can't be bothered. Mm. It's almost as if she's insecure. Which we all are, but we definitely all are. Usually to a lesser level. <laughs> oh, wait. Hi. Oh, no. Wait, is, your, this? is your DoorDash here? No. <laughs> oh, hi, first row, second from the left. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. He's a hottie. He is a hottie, but he's straight. He's straight. Oh. Okay, I'm seeing. Oh, hi. Hello. Yeah, this guy right there. He's, yep, he's I a, see him. He's a straighty. Oh, um, shame. We love, we love Manny. Manny had probably we love one of the, Manny. the craziest birthday weekends ever this Manny, last weekend. Manny, friend of the pod, turned 30. And just from the stories online, I was like, who project managed this birthday party? It was not. Okay. So like it was sort of, it was definitely project managed up front. 
Okay. okay. But it was like there were many different Olympic activities that we were supposed to do. Oh. That we didn't do. Like there was a <laughs> relay race. They didn't work out or people lost energy, time? Time, I think, mm -hmm. was a big thing. Well, time, uh, time is a cruel mistress. The one that didn't work out, though, was we did yeah. capture the flag. I, I drove out there on Friday night to do, yeah. specifically, I wanted to do the capture the flag moment. It's going to be an <laughs> a, a, like after dark capture yeah. the flag moment on this big property. Yeah. Which sounded like so much fun and also like a recipe for a sprained ankle, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Injuries. Yeah. No, no lights, like <laughs> brand new terrain, uneven grounds. Mama, I was fully expecting someone to come out of it with a sprained ankle. Yeah. But what was frustrating, not frustrating, but like, ugh, was we, my team, we got a lot of people out and they're in jail, as interestingly happens with Capture the Flag. <sighs> and because they were like so down so many people, they're like, oh, well, this is like, well, this is pointless. This is boring. This, we're not going to get out of here yeah. anytime soon. Yeah. And because of where our jail was, it was nowhere near the house. And they were like, well, we'll just come back to jail after we go get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you get out of jail again in you have to get tagged by someone else like someone from your team has to like come grab you instead of grabbing a flag oh so they weren't even there they're gonna no. drink no the uh, so the, the other team their like entire side was where the house is where the drinks were <laughs> but like this is a note for anyone listening that is doing a capture the flag or doing listen any sort up. of group activity listen up I get that being in jail or maybe having to be bored for a moment can be not fun. Yeah. But you know what? You are participating in this game and yeah. you walking off to go get your own drink makes okay. it so all the other people in the jail are going to go, oh, well, uh, I guess I will too. And then the jail's gone and then the game's done and we don't finish Not it. okay. And this is not the cool. Olympics. This is Manny's birthday Olympics. This is yeah. a big fucking deal. Held in the U.S. Okay, Held here in the U.S. Oh, my God. In, like, Dripping Springs, I want to say. <laughs> That's a hot name. Dripping it's Springs. Dripping Springs. Oh, God. But um, going back to the grudge, going back to the Taylor Swift of it all. Right, right. I forgot where we were. The 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 line that, like, got me really good was the, uh, but man, or... Uh, Hurt people hurt people, and we both threw blood, but man, those cuts were never equal. And I think what that what in the in the conspiracy verse that I'm living right now, mm. that is her going, I am this brand new, never in the industry, don't know how this all works person, and you know this industry better than anyone. And so yeah. I may have probably said some things in private that weren't the nicest, mm -hmm. but like all the things you did, you should be the mature one here. Yeah. I, and I think that there's some validity to that in just like life. Like mm -hmm. it, it's not good to compare, but at the same time it goes into that situation again, where it's like, you can't be mad at a kid for doing something dumb the same way you can be mad at like an adult for doing the same dumb thing. It's like, right. The kid right. didn't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, like shooting someone in the foot. If it happens with a kid, it's like, sorry. If it happens <laughs> with an adult, it's like, why'd you give him a gun? I agree. You know, I, I couldn't have said it better. Than I don't think there's a better example than, than <laughs> using guns. Right. Right. Why do we always go to war and violence? Mm -mm, mm -hmm. You know, it's just like my solo episode when the first thing I talked about was work. Can what was believe? that about? Oh, God. I Literally, someone, someone just give me a fucking lobotomy. I hate work. I hate it. I hate it. People. What kind of world would we live in? <sighs> If work didn't exist. Or like we were able to do work that we were good at and passionate about. Can you imagine? 
I always feel like it's one of those like uh, those scales of you can either make a ton of money and do things that you don't like doing or you can do things that you really enjoy doing and are passionate about, but likely won't make a lot of money. Yeah. And it's very rare mm -hmm. that you'll find things where it's like a both and. Yeah. And when you do meet those people who are like, yeah, I make like a million dollars and I fucking love my job. It's like, great. Why don't you just like shoot me in the face while you're at it? But Honestly. I think that they love their job because they love making money, not because they love their job. Oh, interesting. You're right. It is very rare that someone is like, oh, my God, I seriously get to do what I love, what I love and I make so much money. The only people that do are currently behind Drag you. queens. Oh, <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say like the, the Victoria Monet's. Also Victoria. Yeah. You mean Victoria Beckham? I see you, Meryl. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, every now and then she's got to do a Mamma Mia. Okay. Pizzeria. What if pizzeria. that's the third one? Mamma Mia Pizzeria. We got to open this right now. Okay. <laughs> oh. Okay. The third movie, they open a pizzeria. The third movie, they open a pizzeria. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the first two. Mm-mm. <laughs> The character reinvention of the whole thing. Yeah, I've been I've been making pizza since I was a baby. Uh, do do Meryl and or Cher come back for this one? They both do. Okay, I thought so. I just wanted to confirm. I think if anything, this is, follows a parallel path of the first into second movie, and yeah. we learn that Meryl actually passed away in a freak like uh, of an accident, brick of an accident. The brick she of an exploded. In. Oh, oh, that that does happen. It does it does happen if, if it's really hot and you don't have a way for the pressure to come out. That's right. Gotta explode. <laughs> Meryl knew this. Meryl knew this, but a little child made a small mistake. Again, not their fault. They're a child. <sighs> not their fault. They're a child. But it did kill everyone in the pizzeria. It, <laughs> which, thankfully, the only person that we knew from the first two movies that died was Meryl Streep. Cher wasn't present. She'll come back later. <laughs> Cher was not present, but Cher is here in the future. She's she did have a slice of that pizzeria moment, and she loved it. She loved it. She said, "Mama Mia, this is the best pizzeria." <laughs> <laughs> okay. And speaking of Cher, I'm sorry. Christmas album. We're doing unlocked. it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Spoiler alert on the pod. Absolutely. She posts this fucking she looks incredible she posts incredible. this picture announcing she's doing a christmas album and the caption's like and you just got nothing to wear and she's like a decked out gorgina just looking incredible there is a <sighs> there's a um uh a tweet or x or whatever you call it oh, where God. she replies to someone like reacting to it and she's like this is not your mother's christmas album there will be no silent night <laughs> what is it gonna be i think it's gonna be like a fun campy like uppity and the second po picture she posts um she is very like disco disco christmas oh and so i'm God. feeling like we're gonna get a disco christmas cheer album i would just die I would love that. The doors. If she can deliver, Mama, the holidays are saved. Do you think she'll cover Christmas Tree by Lady Gaga? One would hope. I hope One so. One would hope. I hope so. Give the rights over, Gaga. I think I think that the, the rights are now in public domain. <laughs> <laughs> it's been around long enough. Well, it was like five years. Yeah, that's like the typical yeah. like, time period. The I life, think, right? the life cycle of a song to public. Yeah. Um. Okay. Going back into the album. <laughs> uh. So I'll say I definitely thought there was like a pretty consistent through line, like just like sour. Um. It all made sense to me from start to finish, and like she's got that buttoned up already. Is like everything about the complete package feels correct if that makes sense visuals sound tone everything just feels like very thoughtful yeah one thing that i wanted to to bring up i don't know if you uh 
felt the same way is on the song All American Bitch as it starts off. It sounds I got Joanne vibes. Oh God, now I'm gonna have to go listen so, to Joanne again. Let me let me see if this works. Okay, okay, okay. What's the first song yeah. on Joanne again? Please hold. No, that's not the one. No, okay. It's not. That's not the grudge. It's it's all American bitch. Okay, ready? Are you ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Joe and that, that little heaven's guitar. not ready, ready for you. Ah, oh, what a great album! I need to go back and listen to that today. So great. So Ugh. great. Um, so All American Bitch reminded me of that. I'm not trying to put that out in the world so that Gaga can be a right. songwriter. On okay. God. Stay back. Everyone leave Olivia alone, honestly. She wrote that song in her bedroom. Okay? With the Dan Marino guy. I think that's what yeah. his name is. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait. I thought you were talking. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the guy from that 70s show that just got convicted of like two charges of rape or something. I was like, oh God, I hope not. Oof. That's it, a crossover we don't want. Okay, so know? Dan Marino is a football quarterback. <laughs> Didn't he play for the Dolphins? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, we know stuff about sports on this pod. This is absolutely the new um uh lad Bible um barstool sports um those kinds of things we are now uh, those are our peers if you will what is this okay what is um dan sour writer <laughs> yeah what's his name <laughs> just watch it dan one. nigiro nigiro marino negro n-i-g-r-o negro nigro <laughs> this is getting nigro? Dangerous. this is getting into dangerous it's terrible. nigro it's nigro okay, okay. Close. Um, for those that don't come after me, I was trying to say his last name, but it, there's a pronunciation on Wikipedia. Thank you, Marino. It's Marino. Marino. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Dan Marino was was like consulted, Probably. kind of like Tom Brady was consulted to be like helping with Delta shit. Why? Why is he need more money? Oh, I God. I just don't understand. Oh. Um. Let me see if there's anything else, anything else. So the one thing that I did kind of, uh, it wasn't jarring. It felt like it kind of did a really good path of kind of the ups and the downs um, of the album was there were moments that felt tender and ballad-like. And then mm-hmm. there were also moments that felt very um, pop punk. Yes. Agreed. And sometimes even in the same song, it would go from ballad to I act my oh. age and a ba-da-ba-ba. Great song. Which one was that? I think that that one was uh, the one we were chatting about earlier. Um, Get him back. Right? No. Was that all American bitch? Hold no, on. We're Googling. Oh, wait, no. He, she's mad the whole time in this one. I met a guy, but 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 um. I think it is all American bitch, actually. It might be, yeah. Yep. Where it starts yep. kind of yep. simple and then it gets kind yep. of crazy. It's yep. all American bitch, yeah. Yep. Okay. Research. Overall, Simon, after you've done your listens, it sounds like yeah. today you had a better experience. Where did you land? I did, and ultimately, um, I'm excited to go back to this album more. I think she did a very good job of building off her success from the first album, and a lot of this the same spark from that first album, just in her presentation, her attitude, her spunk, her punk, is there. And I really like it. And there are a lot of lyrics on this album that legitimately make me like smile. Just very clever. Um, so I will go back to this. This is a bot for me. Um, but yeah, how about you, Aaron? This is very uh I think I think it's one of those albums that almost became like a default bop before it even came out, just based on yeah, vampire and based yeah. on um bad idea, second, right? Bad idea, right? Both of yep. those songs just went 
slap. If the other songs in this album even remotely come close to these two, it's going to be a bop. And yeah. luckily for me, the other songs, well, I don't think are as catchy as a lot of songs on Sour are, or ones I just find myself kind of like repeating in my head in those ways. Um, I think I probably will be that way. Uh, and so I still got it. I, I have to give it a bop. Um, okay. I do think it is not, it's not as good as Sour. I would agree with that. But that that's a number two album Girl. of all time. Of all time. That that we reviewed. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um still got it. Still got it. So Simon, what song would you say was the the top bop of the album? What song was the one that yeah. made you go, damn, she did it again? <laughs> Continuing to raise the bar. Um it's really hard. I mean, there are many good songs on this album. Really well written, just fun. I can't not give it to Vampire. It's my top up. Can we take another listen to Vampire quick? Goddamn, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, we did do a whole episode on this song, to be fair. And um, yeah. I don't know what else to say. It just fucking slaps. It's so good. The one thing <sighs> that I think it has going against it mm-hmm. is that it, it it does feel a bit rinse and repeat. Of what? Driver's license. No. You don't no. think so? No. I think the progression is a lot different, in my opinion. I feel like it's like it's piano ballad and it does build in a different way. But I'd say like it being lead single piano ballad, mm. it has a lot of the same elements. You, of the first. you think they were trying to recreate the success. You don't want to mess with a good thing. And I think if like, I think there's probably a level of. She submitted the album. Mm-hmm. Like here it is. And the record label was like, this is how we're going to make it sell. Let's rinse and repeat what worked last time and let's put out a really fun or like put a, put out like a, a, a somber ballad about heartbreak and everything. And then let's follow it up. One, two punch with a mm. kind of a like an, full, an full punky. Anthem. Yeah. Punky anthem. Yeah. Okay. Um, Interesting. Interesting. It does show like a really good range of her style. So I could kind of, I could see what you're saying a little bit. But with all of those things in mind, I think that like Vampire is very clearly, I would say just kind of up there in terms of being a beautifully written songwriting masterpiece that mm-hmm. she she should be very, very proud of. Absolutely. And it did Absolutely. both of the, the, the songs, uh, Vampire and Driver's License, I wonder how she's going to insert them into like a concert because they, I wouldn't put them next Ooh. to each other. No, no, you couldn't do that. One's an encore. Ooh. And one is in one is like mid show. Driver's license, the encore. How do you feel about this? I feel like driver's license has to be in the main lineup right Right? i i feel like driver's license has driver's license has to be it's the song that we're all gonna sing along to yeah red lights oh my god it's like we're all gonna be there and that's where we're gonna have our hands up and she's gonna say put your torches up (laughs) your torches (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Everyone has medieval <laughs> No, uh, flashlights in uh or like lighters in uh the UK were called torches. Are they really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm not crazy. I thought I thought we were all storming the castle. We're <laughs> We're storming the capital, mama. Oh. Not again. Not not this time. Oh lord. 
Oh, they're the, all getting the, locked up. There's going to be an insurrection on that Friday in May, Mama. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Goodness. But Vampire, good song. Great song. Great song. But Aaron, what was your top five? I hate that I don't have like something more crazy or introspective or like yeah classic Aaron going off the beaten path and finding yeah. the song, hey. which I do think like for all intents and purposes, the song that had me gagging was the grudge with all of the Taylor Swift of it all mm-hmm. and all of the, what it could be meant to mean. Mm-hmm. That song is not my favorite from like a song perspective. Yeah, I think no. the song that truly like had me going had me going this is so clever so smart just so innovative and enjoyable was um oh my god why can't i not remember names of songs probably because i smoked a little weed but (laughs) live my life bad idea right oh truly let's take a listen we'll get back to it Absolutely. Bad idea, right? Is a good ass, good ass song, a yeah. good idea song. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> really landed the plane on and that th- one. Emma. Say that. Anything else? Don't think so. <laughs> there, no other things to say. Ah. <laughs> uh. I think that the reason why I like this song so much is not because the. Um, the melody, which is just the same. Like I was thinking about it as I was listening, and I was like, "This is probably like an intro to electric guitar song." <laughs> it's like do 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 fair, fair. Literally the whole song. It doesn't change from that. the entire song. But this song, lyrically, oh my god, is. And the way that it that it comes off, the way that she's able to kind of play the part in the song is yes. just otherworldly. Truly. Truly. It's her taking her acting chops and going, I'm using these in a song, mama. And I believe her. Truly. Yeah. She yeah. does a really she does a really great job of making it seem conversational, like she's talking to a friend. And I was like, I get it, girl. I get it. And and like it's almost like the guitar doesn't need to do a lot because the lyrics are doing everything. The lyrics are doing everything. <laughs> everything. It's literally like every line in the verse is funny or clever or both. Just so yeah. good. So and, good. And, and and the pauses that happen so you kind of can like infer what's happening in those pauses and like mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I have done the bad idea right type situation yeah but i have either. i have seen many friends oh yeah do the bad idea right and situation. now they now they have a song to listen to when they're on the way to that bad idea i think <laughs> i think this song is a hindsighty song not a not an on the way song. definitely definitely no for sure but like it's all so good so clever the line that it's just so good. It's like, I know we're done. I know we're through. But God, when I look at you, my brain goes, ah. so good. Yeah. Can't hear my like... thoughts. Oh, so good. You're so hot. I can't help myself. I just want to eat you up. Nom, 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 nom. Mm. You think it's just eating up? <laughs> well, everything, mama. I think it's probably like annoyance <laughs> sex, you know, yeah. Ugh, where you just pound just... town. You're just so hot. Let's do it. God, you're annoying. Pound, you pound, 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 pound. Pound, no. pound, pound. <laughs> Did you know before hashtag was count or called hashtag it was pound? I did, in fact, know that. That's something our Gen Z listeners might not know. No? Mm-mm. So when the they hashtag say, key, mama? Oh, well, like, what do they mean pound sign? Hit the pound sign. Huh? Am I supposed to pound my phone? Yeah. What does that mean? Can I just put this out there as another Please. thing? Please. We need to get past, like, we've had all of these great new inventions, new ways of communicating, blah, blah, blah. The having to type in things and hit pound 
having mm. to do all of these things when you're calling any sort of customer service, typing in numbers, mm. hitting pound sign, having to double look around eight different <sighs> screens to find all the numbers they're asking for. No, humiliating. You have to make this easier for me. It's honestly, this needs to get easier. It's dehumanizing. The yeah. amount of times that I am on this customer service phone and they're like, yeah, so we need this number from this random email you got three months ago and we need mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. other thing. And by the way, the 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 code is 10 digits long. What am I supposed to do? I have like eight screens in front of me as I'm making the phone call? No, <sighs> I'm using my phone, my one thing. You know what I want? I want to speak to an agent. That's what I want to do. Oh, you can't because, because you fired them all. Do you think that uh, Beyonce's next album is going to be the representative album? Well, if it gets me to a live agent on the phone, <laughs> I'm all for it. If it gives me to the live visuals, Mama, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm going to say that. Where are those? <laughs> Mama. What if, she Mama just what if she just never released them? I don't think she's going to. I don't think she's going to. I think she said, eh, actually, no. She did all of those little snippets, those like 300 different scenes in different outfits and everything just for the teaser. The budget she had for that teaser, Mama. I bet you she used, she probably just like took a lot of footage and used it on tour. I was like, okay. Maybe that's what, that's what it was. Maybe, Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. My tinfoil hat. <sighs> so speaking of songs that, um, that really tickled our fancy. There's also the songs that maybe didn't as much. Yeah. Um, for me, my biggest flop was the song Logical. Really? I didn't love it. It's I, it's kind of I a did. skip. It's a skip for me. I, I, I liked that one. I thought it was very, it was one of the more heartfelt ones. Um, but honestly, it's a toss up between that and Teenage Dream for me. Didn't need the last I, song on the album either. You never do. You never I do. I never do because people just got to fucking cut it. I if like both of those. the song isn't good, cut it, bitch. I like okay. both of those. The okay. one that had me, right. the one that had me going, <laughs> oh, well, Lacey? Oh, I kind of like that song. <laughs> I it's it feels very basic, but it also made like it made me go, wait, did I miss something? Is is she trying to be queer now? Oh God, I don't need any more of that. I don't need any more queer. I was actually like thinking about it because I the first couple times I didn't necessarily like pay attention as much. With yeah. this song. But there was a moment in time where I was like, is is it gonna be is it's kind of refreshing to have a unapologetically straight artist? <laughs> she writes yeah. so many songs about like the male heartbreak. Yeah. It's almost refreshing to have that because literally yeah. every artist is like, Well, um, I guess I'm queer too. It is brave in 2023 to be unapologetically straight. And that's exactly what I was thinking, too, as I was like, what a weird move that we're in right now, where it's almost I like know. as brave to be like, you guys, I know that I write some really good pop music, but <laughs> I feel like I need to come clean with you. Yeah. I like boys. As, yeah. like, that's what she would say. My whole... That's just for pooping, babe. <laughs> I want a pop star who else has the, the courage to say that. Not, not just not, and all genders can participate in that one. Yeah, because <laughs> it's a statement. It's a at statement the end of, of the day. It's a yeah. statement at the end of the day. You know, my whole. That's just for pooping. Do you remember when straight people were saying that back in like 2000 or something? And we're like, okay, work. Everyone. Everyone. I'm telling you, everyone. Everyone. Has or will try butt stuff at some point in their life. God, I hope so. It's pretty I fun. I do too. Yeah. It's fun. It's refreshing. It is adventurous. Mm -hmm. With the right person. Yeah. With the right person, the right time, yeah. right environment. 
Even if it's just by yourself. The thing is, is sometimes yeah. having fun by yourself, trying it by yourself. Honestly, just you, you can set the speed. You can set the ambiance. Of your theory gun? Hey, just give that a try too. Oh, yeah. Oh, we have. On this podcast, we have. Absolutely, we have. I don't know the last time I used my Theragun as a Theragun, you know? You know what I'm saying? No, I, exactly. Yeah. I, I, well, the thing is, is I, I've been, I've like watched many YouTube videos where they're like, yeah, so these Theragun things really don't do anything. They don't really help with anything. I'm like, then why are people buying them? It turns it, out like we it, have unlocked the reason why you should buy one. Butt plugs. But they're not advertising that. Where are they? They? Should. they should. Honestly, what's that like um that pure for men whatever line? They should just release one. They've got really good branding, they've got a range of products. They're just missing a quote unquote massage gun. Wink wink nudge nudge. So Pure for Men is sponsoring uh Stonewall Sports Austin. That's fabulous. Yeah, they are. I love that. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I I actually said this today. I it was like, God, I wish Popcorners would sponsor Stonewall in Minneapolis. I just love them. I love Popcorners. What's Popcorners? They're like that chip that's made out of popcorn. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. God, I could just put a bag away by myself in a day. Less minutes. They're good. They're they so are good. good. They're so good. Okay. Hold on. Alan Hold finally on. sent photos. Oh my god! Oh my god! Are they a serve? I I think we're I think we just have to po- post it at it as is. As oh is. God. Oh god! I can't wait. This is this is because <laughs> I have a picture ready for my episode. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I sent. I sent okay. His. I got. I got them. We're opening. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, if you are, this is future tense, so this will be already have been posted. But the the photo that Alan sent us for for Jaguar too, for the Jaguar is so good. <sighs> it's so good. It's so good. I am absolutely dead. Oh my god! I can't, can't wait to post that. <laughs> it can't. So, <laughs> Simon, you just sent that to me. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't like Lacey and you did. And I yeah. think that both of the songs that you flopped are actually very good. Well, but that's I, what makes us special and different and unique. That's right. That's right. That's right. And you know what? We just have one part left. What part is that? That, of course, is our single obsession of the week. It's that one non-related to the album song that ooh 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 mama we can't get enough of Aaron what's your single obsession of the week this takes me back to the exact conversation we had earlier about Taylor Swift wanting to support female artists or and probably like even the queer artists too where she loves to post like an up and coming artist on her story Mm -hmm. and then truly actually makes a mid-level career out of doing that. Troy Sivan. Girl in Red. Girl in Red. Who she just did that with is an artist that I have been loving for years. Okay. Griff. Yes. Just released a new song called Vertigo. And it slaps. Girl, I'm adding it right now. But the the fact that Taylor posted it makes me go, Ooh, you in danger, girl. Yeah, you in danger, girl. Look for a red dot. Uh-huh. Look for that red mm-hmm. dot right mm-hmm. on your forehead, girl. Tree pain is on the sniper. She's. I don't. <sighs> makes me makes me nervous because I don't makes, want. Makes us nervous. I want. I I don't want someone's success to be dictated on like whether or not they get a tweet from Taylor Swift. Right. That's what I don't want. Is she becoming the uh, like the Anna Wintour of fashion? For pop Honestly, music. she is the that deep cerulean. <laughs> I will say, I started reading *The Devil Wears Prada*. It's a good book. 
Mm? It's well written. It's very. Did you end up reading the red, white, and royal blue? Not yet. Don't don't. I'm don't. It's, it's bad. It is. Is it, it is, is it Twilight for gays? It's Twilight for gays. And that's all that we need to say. It's Twilight for gays. What about you, Simon? What is your Twilight for gays when it comes to music? <laughs> your single you obsession. Know, <laughs> I was gonna give it to Kylie for tension, but that you know what that's out there in the world. But really what I'm gonna give it to is um so have you heard of Romy? I have, yes, I have. Yes. So I spoiler hadn't heard of Romy before. Apparently she's a part of the XX, but she released her own standalone debut album. And there's a song called The Sea. Yes, and Aaron is making the Romy face. She's definitely got some sort of I don't know what it is. She loves her jawline. She loves her jawline. Unapologetic about that jawline, Mama. No, that jawline is, is um, there. So her album just came out. We didn't review it, but um, there <sighs> are some really good songs on there, and they're unlike anything that I think is happening right now on the scene. I'll say that. So I, I can't listen. wait to listen. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's so much good music that, like, we really were yes. reviewing. We could have reviewed past tense because there's also Zach Bryan released a country yeah. album, and it was posted a lot, like all over town, right? I gotta say, I listened to the song with Casey Musgraves, and it just didn't do it for me. Listen to the full album, I'd say. Okay, all right. To me, it is it is giving like it's there's part Orville Peck, there's vibes of Need to Breathe, not the religious part, but like the okay, the soul of it all. And from what I've heard, we are support supposed to support him because he is more on the progressive side of the country scene. Okay. But he does he does a very classic country in that respect. That's fair. That's fair. We'll give him we our, love. Our, we'll give him our streams in our sense on the dollar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, <sighs> we did another we did week, it. Simon. We did it. That's all I can think of to say at the end of every episode. <laughs> well, we did, <laughs> we did it. it. <laughs> That's could you imagine like classic sign off our final episode will never be released because we won't be able to end it with well we did it well we did it we did all we didn't do one thing yet and that is uh letting people know where we can they can find us where can they find you simon that's right um if you want to find me on instagram i'm at the realist simon if you want to follow my here there everywhere eclectic little playlist on spotify it's i love that playlist how about you, Aaron? Where can we find you? You can find me on the kickball fields uh, here in Austin, um, leading Stonewall Sports Austin. But you can also find me at the Aaron on all socials. And you can find our podcast at Bopperflop Podcast um, on Instagram as well. Actually, yeah, I'm on I'm on all socials, but the yes. other two are both only on Instagram. So just keep that in mind. Say that. Absolutely. Well, I will see you. Uh, I'll see you hopefully next week for another review. Yeah. Until next time, babe. Bye. Bye.